Hey, welcome to the Church Explained podcast, a conversation to grow your leadership and build your church. We're in for a great show today, aren't we? We are, we are. We're joined uh, by PJ and Ulrika. And uh, let me uh, just uh, tell you a little bit about PJ and Ulrika. Come on. Uh, PJ is Per Johan Stenstrand. Oh, right. I like that. That is Very right. Good. Or as most people in the world call him, Pastor PJ. And uh, he is the pastor of Life Center Church, Sweden. Uh, pastor PJ grew up in a pastor's family. And after his university studies in economics and Bible school, I never knew those went together. Uh, <laughs> he set off into ministry, pastoring, always with an entrepreneurial passion for growing the church and reaching the last. Nice. Pastor PJ is an encourager with a contagious personality. He is the author of the book, Comeback, and he's widely known as a pastor of pastors. Alrighty. But also we're joined by Pastor Ulrika, yeah. who has worked within the news and media industry for more than 25 years oh. and now uh, and is now also the owner of Sailor Talk, a counseling and consulting resource for leaders in various spheres of life. PJ and Ulrika planted Life Centre Church in Vasteras, yeah, Good. close to Stockholm, yeah. the capital of Sweden. Life Centre Church is now a multi-campus church reaching the heartland of that nation. Always young at heart and passionate about church planting, All PJ right. and Ulrika have been a driving force for training and releasing emerging leaders and planting churches worldwide. They have two children and two grandchildren. Yeah. Wow. Quite well bit, done. Pretty, pretty, well done. We can leave. We can leave. That's it. A, a, a lot of stuff there. Isn't quite, it, right? quite a short bio. Yes, very short. <laughs> so we should have a few things to talk about today, hopefully. Yeah. One or two. There, there's one or two things in there. And actually, uh, we've had another Swedish guest on our show before, haven't we? Y- yes. Simon Holt. Simon Holt. Simon Holt. Oh. Yeah, he's been oh. on the show before. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. he's doing pretty well. And he has his own podcast as well. Yep. But, like, we don't want to say anything, but it's not as good as ours. No, no. Well, not that there's competition or anything. No, no. But, like, we'll just put it out there. Simon, if you're listening, we, we are still you. cheering there ne- you there on. There's never been any competition in, in uh, <laughs> the Christian world. No. Never. Never, ever. Uh, uh, but the fact, I think there's somewhere that's written that somebody came first to the tomb. And yeah, no, exactly. That's, that's true. Yeah, somebody exactly. ran ahead, yeah. Yeah. got there first, yeah, got there first. Bit of competition, a healthy competition. <laughs> or the disciple Jesus loved. Exactly. Yeah. So there is some competition. <laughs> Always. And there is something in there, isn't there? About actually God favors some people yeah. and not others. Yeah. But well, that's another conversation, that one. But listen, welcome to the show today. Thank you. It is Thank so you for good to us. have you. Yeah. You've flown into England. And uh, you're here for a conference, but uh, we've managed to put this in Steal on the side for a brilliant and, and have a great conversation yeah. today. So come on, we've got a little bit about your bio there, but why don't you share us a little bit more about like your faith journey, ministry, a little bit more about your background, if you're happy to do that. Ulrika, we're going to come to you first. Yep. Ladies first, thank you for having us. Thank you so much. It's an honor for us to be here. So I hope my English is okay. Pretty good. Yeah, it's a little bit of a Swinglish accent. You know, we sing (laughs) when we talk. Uh, So PJ and Ulrika, just a little bit maybe about our family. And and, uh, we are actually born the same year, Ah. the same month. And uh, just... Two not days apart. Two days apart. I was so gonna say, we've not been the same together day. since we were 15. Wow. wow. Not for you, crazy. young crazy, but mm. uh, it was a perfect journey for us. I like it. Uh, and I can say that, you know, I have said that a long time, but he, he's the oldest of seven. Mm. Grew up in a pastor's home. He's been moving around all Sweden. 
And I'm the youngest of three. Wow. And I never moved before we met and mm. got married. So it was good for us to have a few years. Uh, so we were 15. We went to parallel classes in school. We had uh, math, German, French, science together for four years. Mm. And we went, his father was my pastor for uh, seven, eight years, something like that. And then we got married when we were 20. So when, when I say we were, we are the same age. It sounds yep. schizophrenic, but uh, <laughs> it's... Uh, <laughs> we we want it. We want it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it right so, there, get it right there. Yeah. <laughs> And when we got married, he was the youth pastor yeah. in my old hometown, my old um, home church where mm. I grew up. Mm. And then uh, we moved the year after to a new city. And that was a big step for me when mm. I was a young pastor's wife. And then I started to work in the newspaper world, so to wow. speak. And he was uh, studying economics and working as a youth pastor in this new city wow. and then we had kids our kids are born 89 and 90 robert and victoria 34 and 32 today uh, and I, w I was working and and uh in the church always in church i'm going to speak about that in the conference yeah, yeah. yeah. Very good, very good. cliffhanger and <laughs> 93 was a big um, year for us mm. because we had a pastor that we've been working together with mm. for like maybe 10 years and he was moved to he, he moved to that city that we still are in it's called Vesteros mm. and 92 and then he asked us to actually he said to PJ PJ I want you to move with me and come to this city of Vesteros and I said hey what about me and the kids? <laughs> so we moved to the city of Westeros, 1993. Wow. And I thought with all my heart that I don't want to live here more than maximum two years. It's going to mm. be like a season of mission. Mm -hmm. Like some people go to Africa, I go to Westeros for a okay. season. Mm -hmm. But uh, here we are 30 years later, wow. and that's another conference, another yeah. story. Yeah, another but story. we, uh, yeah. I was very shy. Mm. Uh, and he was can't spell that word shy, so that's also <laughs> a good mix. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, it's been a journey of leadership yeah. for me to take my place, and right. and I'm also gonna speak about more on the conference about that. Mm. But uh, yeah, I've been working in the media world for 25 years. We've been buying, selling houses, renovating houses, a handyman, and mm, uh, nice. adventure in many ways. So we've been married for 37 years this summer. Wow. We've been together for 42 years. And uh, now we're empty nesters with two grandkids, and life is better than ever. Amazing. Okay. Hey, Come yeah, on. Well, you have well. something to look yeah. forward to. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I've got three boys at home. Yeah. And it is a few years till uh, we'll yeah. be empty nesters. Yeah. <laughs> my, my boy's 14, so I'm counting down the years yeah. around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So. And on the other hand, you know, it's not really an empty house, you know. Yeah. So they, no, they're, they're, they're they're they'll come back. back. You, you think it's going to yeah. be empty, but yeah. 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 Hey, it's great to hear about that and just mm -hmm. hear a little bit about your story and coming through there. Yeah. And, and of course, we, we do want to focus today on this idea of lasting in leadership yeah. and being in it for the long haul. Mm. And you guys have already described that, being in leadership for the long haul. I, I wonder, uh, PJ, a little bit more about you. you obviously, grown up with pastors, um, family. Um, you know, tell us a little bit more about your faith journey then. What, what, what was the sort of the significant turner for you to say, mm. I'm going to go into ministry? Because yeah. not, not all pastors' kids do. No, no definitely well, not. Well, I'm, uh, I'm the oldest of seven. So mm. I got five, we're five brothers and two sisters. Wow. wow. And uh, um, about half of them would, 
I would say are in church now. Wow. We say most of them have faith. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, I think all of them have. At least you know when when things hit the fan, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. a phone hear call you. or a text you. message, pray yeah. for me. Yeah. I just yeah. got one. Yeah. Uh, this morning about uh, uh, the father or one of of their their spouses, you know. So yeah. uh, my faith journey is is um, probably a typical. Well. Everything is individual and, of course, unique for each mm. person. But but um, grew up in church, and um, I was turning 15, and that summer, just two months before, I uh, was at a youth camp and mm. uh, and experienced what we we would say my calling. Mm. And it was just like a regular youth night, you know, in a mm. youth camp, and and uh, I experienced that God just spoke to me. You know, mm. uh, somebody preached, can't remember who. <laughs> um, I, I think I know, but I, I, I can't really remember so much about, you know, all the, this thing surrounding it. Yeah. But the fact that I had a personal encounter with nice. God and, and he called me and I knew instantly mm. it was about the church. Mm. Mm. Um, that I should be a part of something, something about pastoring and leading and uh, serving mm. and building. So that's, that's what I've been doing all, all along this journey. Yep. Mm. And... Um, and no matter if I was studying, you know, at the university or um, was a part of the youth group or leading a youth ministry or just been serving the church. Mm. And I, I have always enjoyed it, you know, just getting my hands dirty yeah, and yeah. get into the, yeah. the, 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 the regular stuff. Yeah. And always with an idea that church can become greater, bigger, more influential like and it. touch lives. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And... Um, with that said, you know, the, the lasting idea of, of doing church is, is, I think, just finding your... It's like, you know, you, I think, you know, if, if I speak to young leaders today, I would say that do, do as much as you can. Yeah. Scripture is very clear that it says that, and I think it's, somehow it's a bit in a contradiction to what our age is doing. Scripture says that it's, it's very... Uh, useful and it's good for a, a man, a young man to carry a burden in his younger years. Mm. I mean, we're training, we're failing, we're understanding, we're mm. dissecting ourselves and life. And finally, you come to an understanding that maybe this is the place God has placed me. Mm. The, the, gotcha. This is where he wants me and, yeah. and what he wants me to do. Yeah. But it's great to be diverse. Mm. And, and, uh, and I think, you know, when you find that idea somewhere maybe in your early 30s or mid-30s, you mm. know, this is it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you that's maybe, you, that sweet spot, isn't Yeah, it? your sweet spot. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you've been, you've been playing all over the field, you know, for mm. a long time then. Yeah. But then suddenly, you know, you realize that maybe this is, this is where I make the most difference, you know. This, yeah. this is the place where I can yeah. have an, a significant role to play. Mm. Mm then then you just got to go for it you know and and uh, keep on doing it so yeah. I, usually when people interview me I, everything goes back to that that moment, that moment, that moment. in time 15 yeah. year old mm. just deciding something and just yeah. never look back yeah yeah so so um but i go back to that yeah moment even now as a 50 
seven-year-old seven uh, <laughs> young man. Yeah, fifty-seven. Yeah, yeah, no, fifty-seven yeah. years young. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. exactly. No, uh, no. I think I think that's great. One of the questions we do love to ask, and I think uh, it's great that uh, both of you are on this, is uh, the question: What do you do for fun? Uh, because sometimes in ministry everything's like yeah. focused, but actually uh, there's something you know about having fun uh, and uh, even doing that together yeah. as a married couple. So what do you guys do for fun? So what do we do for fun, honey? <laughs> you can start. Well, we travel for fun, you know. Yeah. We vacation yeah. for fun, mm. and we yeah, do yeah. that. And and uh, and then I have a lot of hobbies. And we have like a saying: if there's a new hobby coming in, some old's gonna get out. You know, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. but um, I, I've always loved the adventurous thing. I'm a golfer. I play golf, yeah. so I love sports. Mm. But uh, then I love fishing, hunting. I'm a, I'm I love hunting and uh, and a little ex- on the extreme side, like. <laughs> You know, okay. Yeah. Sounds a bit dangerous, yeah. but I yeah, like it. Yeah, dangerous game. Like you know, like, like like bear hunting. Bear hunting. Uh, wow. yeah, deer. Bear hunting. Yeah. yeah. Reindeer. Uh, reindeer is not that dangerous, but no. uh, nice to eat though. I like <laughs> but a bit of reindeer. Tastes good. Tastes good. <laughs> tastes good. So. So I've been to yeah, like Alaska or uh, Siberia. I'm just I'm just hoping there's no parents listening to this in the yeah. car with their kids in the back because they are sorry just kids in the back hor- horrified. Yeah. <laughs> you just said yeah. I like eating we, reindeer. We've, just we've had Rudolph. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sorry. It is nice though. I like reindeer. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, but uh, you know it's like an yeah. eco-friendly thing. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you know you I mean, exactly most guys who fish and hunt. Yeah. They, I mean they're super naturalists. You know they mm. they love nature. You know yeah. and they want it to be taken care of. So yeah, but but um. And I love to, you know, I do, I you know, I do a lot of rifle shooting and uh, reloading things, you know, ballistic things and wow. all of that, you know, uh, tie wow. my own f- fishing yeah. flies, you know, wow. and all that. And so when you're doing all that, what are you doing? Yeah. Because <laughs> well, I don't like have you that many hobbies. hobbies as he, yeah. It's your hobby, the fact he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Peace. Yeah, peace in the house. Peace yeah. in the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have like that exactly, but I do read a lot and I do write a lot Great. because that's yeah. been yeah. my job nice. as well. So I still do that. And yeah. uh, but it's not the same thing. Mm. But uh, I more yeah. enjoy like peace and quiet and <laughs> enjoying my grandkids. And nice. yeah, oh, very mm. social. You know? Yeah, yeah, I am so. very social. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Great. 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 Great to find out about those things. Yeah. And now you've mentioned already you've been in leadership for a long time. Yeah. Did yeah. you say thirty-five years? around there um we want to find out dig in a little bit today yeah. and mm. find out like thinking of leaders what what are the qualities leaders need to last the long haul what, what mm. would you say are the key things leaders need to be thinking about well i think one of them is um, um to understand that your calling is more important than comfort mm. nice because i think uh, being called by God. I mean, we're of course we want to enjoy life as anybody else. Mm. And I think this thing about you know hobbies. We, I mean, we joke about it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Ulrika once said, you know, it's it's better for a man to have a good hobby than uh, messing around with something else, yeah. something he shouldn't do. You yeah. know. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. there's always a need for something to just kind of. Um, that is something different than just mm. the everyday. I mean, you need to rewind. I mean, you need to just find, you know, space sometimes to Mm. rethink and reevaluate and reinvent yourself Mm. and just have for the for the sake of fun, Mm. just just uh, uh, recharge. Yeah. yeah. But I but this thing about about um, your calling and comfort, I think that we are living in an age where if we look back in history, 
you know, those guys that, that we are uh, very uh, grateful for and thankful for in Europe that, that made yeah. Europe better, you mm. know, during the Second World War and gave mm. the ultimate sacrifice. They are called the greatest generation ever lived. Mm. And then as, as kids and grandkids and grand grandkids, I mean, what do we, what, what have we achieved, you know? Mm. And, and, and I understand that in every person, there, is this, there are these qualities. Mm. But soci- society sometimes today, they have a tendency to, it has a tendency to kind of diminish that. Mm. And, and, and um, because there is greatness in everybody. Sure. Mm. But this thing about comfort is something that is really challenging. Mm. Uh, what is greatness in us? So I yeah. think calling is more important than comfort. Mm. Mm. What do you say about that, honey? You, you, <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah. I mm. So I think if you know that you know, yeah. um, it's also a question of if God has called you. Mm. Scripture is mm. very clear on that. He who called you, yeah. Yeah. he will also sustain you yeah. over time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's ultimately he, mm. he is the one who's actually going to help you finish this yeah. race. Mm. Yeah. I, I wondered, Ulrike, because you mentioned it earlier, that you said uh, when you went to Vastaras. Yeah. Um, Welcome which I am, to Westeros. Yeah. yeah. You, you were like two years. Yeah. That's it. Now yeah. it's 30 years. Yeah. And obviously you've been there with, with that first mentality of, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be here long, but you have been there long. What, what's kept you there? What shifted you? And yeah. what changed in your <clears throat> mentality in that to mean that, do you know what? We're here for the long haul in this place. I would say it's my own calling as well to mm. find my own place. I used to say that I'm cousin to Moses in the Bible because I've been str- when I was younger, mm. not now, mm. but for many years I was struggling with I can't say anything. Mm. Uh, who am I? I was, you know, happy to stand, you know, mm, in the exactly. shadow, yeah. in the background. Uh, but then I found my place, and I, I knew that I, I have, and everybody has a voice. Mm. Everybody's mm. needed, Great. and I'm needed. And having people around me that cheered me on, and we're always cheering each other on, and, and that's also a very, very important, not just a thing, but basic that you have a good marriage along mm. the way. If our marriage doesn't work, it's not fun to lead a church or to lead a family mm. or to do anything and to be an example. And I could see that when I was working in the newspaper world, but even now to help people flourish in their marriage and, mm. and because every everything starts here. Mm. Mm. Everything starts at home. Mm. And, and you can't be everything for everyone, but to, to find my own, I've been laughing a lot and mm-hmm. it's like I'm still 14 and you know laughing at you know, little yeah, things yeah. and big things <laughs> yeah. and, and I can laugh when laughing I'm allowed me. to yeah. <laughs> and when I'm not allowed to you yeah. know yeah. you were laughing th- at me this morning when I we did fly, yeah. yeah I did he did something funny and it's it's enough you know and then yeah. I laugh for uh, uh, half an hour or so <laughs> but that's also a very healthy th- thing yeah. for me yeah. my mother was the same she left uh, until she died in a mm. way and that's also don't take life so serious yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like it's hard anyway mm. to so do it do it in a you know light spirit you yeah. say that yeah. yeah and don't be so when you enter a room especially when you're a christian jesus lives in my heart mm. and he's not a boring person he's the best medicine to the world mm. and he lives in me it, it's gonna be 
light when I enter a room. Yeah. If it's dark and heavy, here comes Ruika. She's a pastor. We can't laugh anymore. <laughs> no, it's like yeah. here uh, comes uh, yeah. yeah Nathan yeah. and and you know yeah he's yeah. Jesus lives in him yeah, and yeah, and. Yeah. That's yeah. the personality. I think it's not too heavy, yeah. and uh, also to to just don't be too difficult. Yeah. Don't make life too difficult. Mm. And it's kind of that that thing that try to travel light. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we all carry burdens, mm. yeah. but mm. but I mean that it is a um, healthy mm. exercise to 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 leave your burdens yeah, at the yeah, cross, yeah, you know. Yeah. So so we can travel yeah. as light mm. as possible. Yeah. And. Uh, and don't compare yourself with anyone else. I've never done that. Yeah. It's like not not so much now. Maybe after COVID, but you know how many people do you have in your church? Yeah. How many people did you have in gathering for women? Yeah. Well, I don't know. If it's ten, it's ten. If it's uh, ten thousand, it's ten thousand. It's everyone is unique and yeah, welcome. Yeah. Uh, I never. But you can be inspired by other people. Yeah, sure. And that's another yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's another thing. But I, I'm not like in the numbers, or it's not a competition for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I, th- and I, I think mean? I think that's some great advice yeah. in there, really, mm-hmm. isn't it, yeah. for people listening? Because I think lots of people can compare themselves, yeah. Yeah. compare mm-hmm. their churches, you know, compare their lives. I, I'd like just to dig in a little bit further, if I can, Ulrika, yeah. to one of the things you've said there was around this idea that as you've been growing in life and journeying in life and in ministry. Yeah. It took you a while to, I guess, to find your, if yeah. we use the word rhythm, or find mm. your your sweet spot. Yep. Um, how long did it take for that to happen? Probably quite a long time, maybe 10 years. 10 years, yeah. yeah. Uh, before, we, when we, we started, like... Uh, well, I think it, the background is that we grew up, you know, like classic... Yeah, uh, evangelical Pentecostal types church. Yeah. You know, the pastor was the pastor, yeah, and the family yeah, was yeah, somewhere gotcha. in the background, yeah. and so yeah. on. There was the husband, and mm. the wife was somewhere else. And when we planted Life Center 23 years ago, it was the year 2000. We've seen um, a few are are you know role models. That there was another type of church being built. Mm. That husband and wife they were serving together, and even in church, you know, the question about female and women in leadership, yes. and yeah. so yes. we just we just tore that out somehow yeah. and, and just it's got to be a shift you know I, we were watching a clip the other day that said i think it was um, rw schombach that was preaching an old thing in the mm-hmm. 80s and mm-hmm. said okay if 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 a female were able to carry the word for nine months yeah, and giving you. birth to the word yeah. jesus why shouldn't she be able to share the word? Yeah, nice. And, th- and that was the kind of process that we went through. And oh. so when we planned a life center, you know, we just decided, hey, all positions are open. Yeah. Mm. But let's also uh, let's also support each other in a way where we can see young leadership, older leadership, female men, right. all uh, nations. You know, mm. uh, there's no there's no uh, limitations on that. But mm. we, we we will go with a gift. I like that. And and I think that was a bit of a, a shift for for you, Ulrika. That we, yeah. we said, oh, hey, you take on your own connect group. You you yeah. start lead the women's ministry in a different mm. way, and yeah, you yeah. speak what you have on your yeah. heart, and don't compare that way of speaking with some somebody else. And so be comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. Mm. But it took a while. Yeah. yeah. But for example, what I yeah. did, no one else has to do the same that I did. For uh, we still do because I've been interviewing people for such a long time. I still do that when we have our women's gathering, for nice. example, mm. when we have a, like a famous guest or something. 
I always start with, hey, let me ask you a few questions. I love that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's been the whole, uh, like if you have a sisterhood event, it's been the interview that is the main thing yeah. in the evening. Close, you close understand? That's my sweet yeah. spot. Yeah, I got you. And uh, you have to find what's your sweet spot. It's not yeah. the same. No. But uh, I think that what I found is I'm good at this. Mm. Yeah. Uh, hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, we should turn the tables then. No, but you know what I mean. Just be able to say that I'm actually good at this. Yeah. Let me run with that. And have the confidence in that. Absolutely. And be curious and actually ask a lot of questions is good for you mm, it's a good education yeah. Yeah. hey where are you from tell me about your family yeah where did you go grow up and and your family Christian and mm. you find I found a lot about Paul on the way here yeah he doesn't know that but yeah. you know <laughs> yeah, and then you read between the lines yeah. Yeah. You, you can keep that for a, you know for a bit of blackmail at some point yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but you know what I mean yeah. Wait, like, uh, absolutely yeah. and, I, and I think like thinking 23 years ago to run your church that way yeah. would have been a bit of a a revolution, yeah, yeah. Really. and yeah. especially like without being funny, in certain parts of yeah. Europe, yeah. Yeah. traditional Pentecostalism yeah. was much mm. more strict, yeah. wasn't really. Absolutely. Yeah. So to Absolutely. do what you guys did 23 years ago yeah. was was brave, really. Yeah. So yeah. so well done on that. Mm. Thank you for paving the way for Thank lots you. of people who have come after you now. I guess yeah. that's the thing about lasting yeah, leadership, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And just thinking around that, mm. uh, obviously we're talking about the uh, long leadership, lasting leadership. What are some of the like common pitfalls that leaders have to avoid to last the long haul? Well, it's probably the classics, you know, mm. girls, <laughs> glory, gold. gold. Yeah. I mean, this thing about, you know, yeah. I think I, I believe in holiness, mm. uh, but I also believe that um, everybody struggles. Yeah. So finding a good uh, mentor or, or a good conversation partner somehow mm. that you can mm. deal some of this stuff with. Mm. I think it's very important to do that mm. and also keep the honesty, you know. Mm. So for me, being a pastor, um, church and Sundays and leadership has, for me, been a key element, I would think, in, my, uh, in me maturing as a leader yeah. and also me shaping up. Mm. I mean, I have that type of uh, respect for God that, you know, if, if things are messed up, and I'm s- supposed to get on the platform. Yeah, it doesn't. It it doesn't really fit mm. uh, well. Yeah, yeah. So I, I uh, you know, even in our marriage, you know, when we had some struggles mm. or uh, a, a lousy debate on something, you know, <laughs> we just I, I I need to come clean. Yeah, for me, it's important. Mm. And and to ch- choose that type of of lifestyle where you're you're finding um, some kind of checkpoints where you're okay regarding money. Yeah. Finances? Do I tithe? Yeah. Sure. Do I uh, do I live a generous life? Mm-hmm. Um, how how's my relationship with other people? Do mm. I share the testimony or do I just tell everybody else to share their testimony? Yeah, yeah. Or, so just being the I mean I mm. I think the the generation of today they would probably pinpoint authenticity mm. and say this is what we want we want authenticity yeah and something that is uh, for real yeah and. Uh, if we do that, I think it's it's easier. Mm. But um, we're probably going back to the same challenges as as Adam and Eve did. You know, when they sinned, you know, they're yeah. trying to cover up. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And people who cover cover up, no matter if they're a pastor or a president or a 
whoever they are yeah eventually it will come uh, come yeah. out you know yeah. so yeah. and get help if you need it yeah. it's yeah. not a weakness to say hey we need help right if we're struggling mm-hmm. with our kids yeah. or in the church or if a leader next step but i also Definitely. think that that you know my my spirituality is my responsibility yeah mm-hmm. and and that um it is if if you have a leadership position is something important it's like you are the one making mm. the difference. Mm. So, so uh, I'm not the only guy, but I, at least I, I need to take responsibility for what God has given me. Yeah. And if I do that mm. And, mm. and also serve a God that I know is holy, mm. I can't do whatever. I, I, I cannot just put my gift away, mm. but I also need to protect my gift. Yeah. And... Uh, and um, I think that is has really something to do with the long longevity, you know, staying for for yeah, long, yeah, 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 and 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 um, keep at it, and and uh, of course over and over again, you know, preserve that by you know you're in the word and you're yeah you're praying and yeah, you're very good. Hmm. And I was thinking of a couple of things you, you, you've mentioned there. I mean, obviously, you, you've talked about this idea of authenticity. Yeah. You know, sort of like today's mm. generation are looking for authenticity. But yeah. we also need what you've described as those checkpoints. Yeah. Because yeah. you can have authenticity, but without checkpoints, yeah. it just becomes a free-for-all, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. yeah. So you've mentioned some of the checkpoints there. Thinking of finance. Yeah. Thinking of... I guess your calling yeah, yeah. Yeah. and how you are before God. What other checkpoints do you think? I mean, between you and Rika, what, what, what do you think? What other checkpoints do leaders need to have? It's the family. Uh, how's your family? How's your family? How's your kids? Good one. Yeah. Mm. And it's also very, it's, it's a good for a mother or, or a father to have the question, how are your kids? Mm. I remember your son was named, oh, and it's good to hear. Oh, you remember my children or my mm. grandkids? Uh, don't be too big that you're, you ignore, you know, the people around you. Mm. If they celebrate the little things, mm. when well, someone so has a dynamics baby. Dynamics of fi- family life is yeah. something that yeah. we celebrate. You yeah. Know? yeah. So, uh, of course, w- when we come here, we, we want to know about you. Yeah. 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 We know about your three boys and <laughs> yeah. you know, what do they do? And, and, yeah. and I think that, that that authentic type of living yeah. is something uh, that we cherish, you know, and and we we believe that church can be huge and big and celebrate. I mm. love big things, you know. Yeah. I love, I mean, I love being in a huge concert, you know, like yeah, an yeah, arena yeah, thing. Yeah. But I love that club gig too. Yeah. Mm. So 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 I think and that is Christianity. Yeah. You know, like Acts two, you know, forty two sure. and on. You mm. know, it's it's just it's big church, it's small mm. church. Yeah. You know, so it's it's both authentic, but it, we can also have that yeah experience of, yeah. of something bigger and mm. being part of something bigger yeah. and that could also be one of those things about lasting for a long time if we only live in the small if we only see the small mm. uh, how big is our god yeah he loved the world yeah he didn't only love my street but he did not only love the world mm. but he was also personal individual mm. Mm. So if we get that to get you know get, can combine those things you know it's yeah it's a perspective I think on leadership definitely mm. Mm. no no really mm. good really and good. I'm collecting stories I like I will probably have some stories from this week mm. that we're going to spend here to listen to people you find out new stories mm. from the good parts in life and the hard and when people 
But when life hits you very hard, because mm. it does sometimes, you yes. hit the wall. Yeah. And we all, if you're 57, we've done that a few times in life. Mm. But there's a way on the other side of the wall. So just go down on your knees, pray to God, and there is a way. We've been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> and and you will, if you haven't been there, you will be there. But mm. there is a way through the wall, and it's Jesus mm. Christ standing on the other side, waiting for you. So mm. just don't give up. Get on your knees, yeah, like read your Bible. Yeah, mm-hmm. Every morning is the best. Yeah. Uh, because then everything is sleeping and, you know, the mm. demons are not awake. <laughs> but that's the best. And then, you know, and go to church. Yeah. Mm. That's the best medicine if you're going through some hard things. Yeah, go to awesome. church, read your Bible, pray. It's the same medicine. Yeah. Same like stuff. it was for my... We, yeah. we, want, we want something new, don't we? We want, like, yeah, this no, brand new thing. Same. But yeah. actually, it's the same yeah. old principles yeah. that make the big difference. I wonder if you talk a little bit around um, church life as well. Obviously, you've been leading the church for uh, a long time. And um, just thinking about this as being leaders, how you create a culture of trust and respect that that encourages that long term and that uh, lasting uh, within that, you know, your church team, within the people yeah. around mm. your church. I think honesty is is where where it all comes down, you know, because mm. you know we 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 see people grow, we see people people come into new positions and so on, and we see mm. we've seen people fail. Yeah, yeah. We've we've seen people mess up over the years too, and mm. and maybe one of the the key elements uh, that you can identify in when, when things go bad is that people isolate themselves. Yeah. So like, you know, you messed up and, and you're ashamed. Mm. And, and, uh, and I think a culture that is respecting also, or, or building a culture that has, it's a comeback, a comeback culture. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I wrote a book a couple of years ago called Comeback. It was in your short yeah, bio. Yeah, it was my bio, but it's not. It's, <laughs> we'll put it in the show links well, as well. Well, if you want to read it in yeah. Swedish, you can, but, ah. but it's not in English. But but the thing is, just, I, I, I gathered a bunch of comeback stories mm. yeah. and shared about that. And I think if, if you can create an environment where it's okay to make a mm. comeback, yeah. uh, it also creates an environment where people uh failing forward as they say yeah, you know? yeah great yeah mm. so i think that is key for me mm. i agree yeah. he always says like come on over to the victory side <sighs> and i mean I like it's it. also important yeah to you know to the marriage again if i'm you know down or he's down it's like we lift each other up yeah, it's not like oh mm. did someone hurt you oh poor you it's mm. like come on I think you're the, bigger than this yeah it's yeah. one area where i i meditated on it last year and, and, and I've been speaking about it. It's, it's this thing about, you know, when people are hurting or when things are gone da- gone wrong, it's like we, we are often there uh, yeah. with empathy. Mm. And, and uh, you know, it's not, I think in the Christian world, we're not, it's not so much like you're, you're bad or no, you're no. just like people not pointing fingers. Maybe they speak behind your back, but they're never telling you <laughs> that. But, but, what people really need is not really empathy. Mm. I mean, it's one thing I come to a friend who's messed up and he, he, I give him empathy. Mm. My heart is bleeding for you, brother. I love you, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Mm-mm-mm. But what they really need is hope. Mm. They need hope. Yeah. This can change. Mm. We can fix this. Yeah. Uh, you got to own up, but we, we can fix this. Mm. We can sort this out. Mm. You, you're not dead in the water. It's, yeah. it's, we're... There's hope. 
Mm. And I think if you can create that kind of culture that breeds that, mm. like that, uh, yeah. uh, we would see more people sustaining. Yeah. And um, uh, because it kind of it hits hard, you know, where where there's pride. Yeah. And pride is always there when people fail. Yeah, yeah. So uh, lasting the distance has a lot to do with hope. Yeah. And that. Um, those comeback stories. Yeah. And yeah. some of the greatest players, you know, like in soccer and football, yeah, yeah. I mean, they messed up really, yep. really bad, but we love them, you know, and, and yeah. if they just, okay, I was really bad, you know, mm. it was wrong. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we take him on, you know, again. Yeah, yeah. We love that because yeah. we see the gift too. We do, and, yeah. And maybe we need a little bit more of that in the Christian setting as well, yeah. Christian yeah. leaders. Yeah. Because I think sometimes that's not always there is it no. where people mess up and once they've messed up it's almost like they're out of the game forever yeah mm. pj and orika a big thank you you thank are the you. best yeah. you are the best it's best podcast it. in the world it's been so great to have you on the church explained podcast and i uh, just want to thank everyone for listening yeah. and uh, remember wherever you are consuming this content then share subscribe share it with someone you know that it will bless them as yeah. well and also don't forget you can head over to icon.church forward slash open for a load of free resources for yourself as a leader but also for your church but we look forward to seeing you next time on the Church Explained podcast.